Welcome back, all you fabricated flashbacks, to the super, not funny show, Supercast. The Supercast where we talk about all things superhero and pop culture, and that's video games, TV shows, movies, and we talk uh, news and speculation, all that good nerdy stuff. I am Mo Poupay, your resident fabricator, comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. Lottie, welcome back. Uh, it's we missed you last week, man. Oh yeah, I I was across the world. So even if I wanted to record the uh, the supercast, man, it's ten o'clock here is like freaking three o'clock in the morning over there. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We Lottie was out uh, out of town, out of the country, and uh, you know we tried to hold it down, but he's back uh, just in time to talk about all of this good news uh, this week. We're doing all news uh, uh, this week, no uh, no main topic, just because there's a lot of crap going on. And, uh, and you know, we're pre- preparing for She-Hulk and so many other things that are hitting uh, TV and, and the theaters uh, coming up soon. So um, we got uh, plenty to talk about, though. Uh, you know, all that stuff going on at Warner Brothers Discovery uh, continues. Uh, but in addition to that, uh, we have some uh, Spider uh, Spider Woman uh, news. There's there's been some new pictures and everything from that. Uh, more Ezra Miller foolishness. <clears throat> um, Marvel uh, their VFX uh, situation. Uh, there the rumor about what they're going to do about that. Uh, so an anonymous actor calls out David Zaslav regarding. Uh, the Batgirl cancellation. A uh, little bit of news about Justice League Dark uh, that's uh, being uh, developed at uh, Warner Brothers. Who could be the Feige of the DCEU? Uh, there's a name that's been thrown out there. We'll talk about whether or not that's good. Uh, and The Rock, uh, his, uh, you know, he fights to keep Black Adam pristine, if you will, within the DC universe. And we'll. <laughs> talk about what all that means so uh just uh like i said all news this week and so we're gonna get straight to it um oh all before i forget uh and this is gonna be our first topic uh but anyway lottie you uh you ready to go man yeah i'm ready all right so uh lottie have you watched pennyworth i don't know if you've seen any of that show no uh, i have not do you know what it is hey i know what it is okay. i just haven't seen it okay so I, I've seen one episode of it, and the first episode was pretty cool, but it's about Alfred, uh, you know, Batman, a.k.a. Bruce Wayne's uh, butler. So who, let's now let's be clear. Now, when we start, you know, Alfred, when he first starts uh, in the comics way back in the day, dude's just an English butler, you know, because Bruce Wayne's rich. You know, he has a manor. He's got a butler, obviously, because he's rich. Uh, but over the years, over the you know decades that Batman has existed, they've slowly but surely turned Alfred into just a butler, into you know sort of a partner in crime, if you will. Uh, you know he's the guy that's in the Batcave, you know, sort of uh, being the guy behind the computer, as Ned said in uh, in Spider-Man: uh, Homecoming. But then mm-hmm. it's turned more and more into that he isn't just you know the guy that stitches the wounds or you know makes tea or just keeps the you know the bat cave dusted 
he actually has a past uh, as a, an ass kicker in his own right. Uh, he's a he's a badass, right? That's the way we think of Alfred nowadays. Is he he's not just a guy uh, that serves tea. And so Pennyworth is kind of like a oh back in the sixties or you know seventies, sixties, seventies. Alfred was in fact like a, a guy that ended up being like a spy or something like that. That's the that's the point of that. So why does this matter? Um, it's only could because of with all the shakeups and everything going on at Warner Brothers Discovery. One thing we have to question is, are they going to keep doing certain shows? And so this show, Pennyworth, is on HBO Max now. And now they've changed the name of it. Lottie, do you know what they changed the name of this to? Just just any guesses. Uh, it's the origin of Batman or something? <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's called Pennyworth, 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 colon, the origin of Batman's butler. That's the that's they've that's the title change, which I suppose I get because they're assuming that people are not smart enough to know that that's what that's about. Which, to be yeah. fair, there is no Batman logo on it. It just says Pennyworth, right? Yeah. But they changed it to this weird, kind of weird title, and it's I don't know. I it's it just feels weird to me. Like I when I saw them do that, I'm I'm just shaking my head. I get the point of it. It's to, you know, make it less confusing to average viewers, but it still seems like the weirdest. It still seems like a weird title to me. I don't know. What do you think? I think they should have said uh <clears throat> Pennyworth the butler behind the bat or something like or that. Or could have called it Alfred. Or, or yeah, just call it, or, or just change the name to Alfred. How about Alfred? Well, begin, how about Alfred begins? <laughs> Alfred begins. <laughs> Alfred begins. <laughs> or Al Alfred Year One, or something, something stupid like that. I don't know. It's it just you weren't born. You you were just raised to clean. I was born to clean. <laughs> Uh, it's you know what it, I honestly it, it just makes me if I have to, if I have to be honest it makes me think about the misgivings I have about this discovery merger I I mean I, I voiced some of those last week with the whole Batgirl situation and everything but this is just kind of the the sort of I don't know the sort of decision making. That would be done by people who don't fucking read comics or any of that stuff, right? They because it's yeah. it's a, it's just long and weird title, the origin of Batman's Butler, because they had to throw Batman in there, right? Batman's got to be somehow put in there, even though Batman has no his shit to do with the damn series. The only connection to him is that Alfred is the guy. It could have been this could have been like. This literally could have been any other spy show. And it just makes me think like, man, is this the sort of like weird, somewhat cynical sort of decision making we're going to see from this uh, from this regime over at Warner Brothers Discovery? Which I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, Roddy. What, I don't, am I am I going too deep into that or is this? something i should be is this a sign i mean 
I think, I think, I'll just say this. I think DC will be fine. From, I think they'll be fine with Warner Brother Discovery. The, the, um, it might seem bumpy right now, but I think in the long run, it will work out for both parties. You know what I mean? You know, they're, they're just getting into it, but I feel like, DC all needed something like they actually needed somebody that was going to actually look over them because I just feel like at at a certain point it just felt like they were just throwing everything at the wall and don't get me wrong I'm not saying I didn't like what they were putting out it's just there was no uh structure to it so I feel like now uh these you know or uh discovery is coming in and is like we're gonna make some structure. We're gonna put some structure into it. Like so, we it might just, not. I just feel like it's just so basic. Like they're. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I talked about it last week, but they, but their ideas are so fucking basic. Like it's literally, literally the shit that they were saying they were gonna do, you know, before Justice League and Man of Steel. <clears throat> so, but I mean, I'm not trying to be too down on it just because of the title change. I'm just like, I hope this isn't like a bellwether for the sort of decision-making they're going to do. Because, like, I mean, there there is even talk about that, you know, they're talking about the um, possibly canceling Titans and, and uh, Doom Patrol. And so they're doing all sorts of, like, little things like that because it's not, you know, it's not... Uh, theatrical or or anything like that, and I'm honestly, I, are they even going to continue Pennyworth? I mean, who knows? I, it can't be, can't have cost too much, but still, do they even want to continue the show? Uh, I don't know. We're, I think we're going to see, but uh, that title change, uh, it's it's just weird to me. So uh, anyway, uh, let's move on to let's talk about Ezra Miller some more, Lottie. <laughs> We can't. I I felt I feel like we sort of predicted that we that there was just going to be more to Ezra Miller, you know, going forward. Yep. Just if for no other reason, because the Flash hadn't come out, and all that foolishness that came out last week about what they've been up to. It's it's just I'm just like man, I'm sick of this. I I would rather talk about Letitia Wright again than to talk about Ezra Miller. But here we are. So, uh, what's interesting this week is that apparently, in the midst of all of the foolishness that's been going on over the last you know couple months related to Ezra Miller, they st- Warner Brothers still managed to find time to bring him in to do some like new scene, film new scenes, and you know do stuff on you know as contractually you know as he contractually ob- obligated to bring him in to do some some work on the film, even as he, people have been, you know, police have been sort of, uh, trying to get, get at, uh, get to him. And I just, you know, the reason why I want to talk about this, I'm like, is that just, is, is that like a good sign or a bad sign for DC that they're still just like, Nope, we need to finish this damn movie, no matter what the hell's going on with you and your legal situation. So I put that to you, Lottie. What what do you what do you think about that? They they just said whatever. 
just get your ass to set so we can uh, do some more filming. So they're deciding to go with the movie because I remember there was a rumor of them they're thinking about canceling the movie outright. Well, like it yeah, was it was one of them. Well, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, related to that, that was gonna it's gonna come in later, but yeah, they were they're talking about well, they have three options, you know, if Ezra Miller gets you know some counseling and sort of does an apology tour or whatever you know there'll be limited press uh related to you know you know the pre- limited press um engagements or whatever for to promote the flash or if if they don't then and they don't do apologies and all that stuff then they still released the movie, but no press tour or anything like that. They just released the movie. Or just to scrap the thing overall. Uh, just because mm-hmm. how much a problem Ezra Miller is uh, for them right now. Which, I mean, I cannot imagine that they cancel this wildly expensive blockbuster movie that apparently has been well received and test on with test audiences because this ain't no Batgirl. You know, why would they do that? Uh, it seems like that would be, like you could throwing away a hundred million dollars is it's not, and they weren't even really throwing it away. They were really saving $15 million by shelving that, that, uh, it, it, cause, cause they can always write it off. Yeah. Well, I mean, but can you write off this whole project? Yeah, because there's a lot of stuff into it, and, and it's not. It didn't even just that. Can they write off a whole two hundred fifty million dollars, and and screw over their relationship with, uh, you know, with uh, Andy Muschietti, who's the director, and the various talent that's already attached to it, all because of one person. Yeah, this it's 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 an absolute mess. I'm sure they're begging Ezra Miller, like, just please, just sit down for the net. Like, if I'm if I'm if I'm Warner Brothers, I'm trying to get this movie out as fast as damn possible. If I'm uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, I'm trying to get this movie out as fast as possible. Bump with the schedule. Get this movie out as fast as possible because this dude is a ticking time bomb. It's literally, at, it's only a matter of time before he does something so bad that the movie might just get canceled. Not because they physically cancel it. It's because people are just going to start putting out hashtag cancel the movie because the dude is just, he's just an unstable mess. And it's yeah. just... I'm really getting to that feeling like he's it's getting to that point that even if they do want to release it is probably they're not going to make any as much money if but because I'm gonna just say this I do not I have zero faith that Ezra Miller is going to sit down and be calm he's going to do something worse he's going to do something worse and the movie's going to get canceled online I already well, can. I already can feel it. Well, you know what? I I would like to be optimistic about it. I was. I've I've heard that their mother has kind of stepped in and is trying to get her. Uh, you know, 
get, trying to get our child on, in some kind of, you know, reasonable state of mind and to get help and all that other stuff. That's my understanding. Of, and that's, I'm sure they're pressing Ezra Miller's agent about it and, you know, just trying to get them to, you know, just, as you said, sit, sit the hell down and just chill. So I'm going to be optimistic and say that they that they'll, you know, go get some rehab or counseling or whatever the hell <clears throat> and then sort of, you know, do a re you know, image rehabilitation. Um but I see I think that third option is ridiculous. That's why would you why would you do that? I mean, and especially in the we know that they can pull it together because they've gone to do these additional filming. So they're, they're not so crazy that they can't just be like, all right, well, I got to go, you know, make, I got to go to work. Right. It's yeah. just that's the rest of this stuff that's going on. So, I mean, I, I don't know, but I feel, I, I, I just think it's interesting that they actually were just like, Nope, we are absolutely we're absolutely going to continue to work on this movie no matter what the hell you got going on just show up and then we'll be good um and here's my other thing is do you remember we were talking about this before but i i honestly outside of us nerds and film folks that are you know keep up with this shit who who in real life knows what the hell's going on with ezra miller in fact i've said this before who could tell you the name of the person that plays the flash outside of us? Like we think that this is a big, huge deal that everyone cares about. And I guarantee you it's not like people that don't follow the shit. They, they barely know who this guy, you know, this person is much less what the hell is going on with them. And so maybe, you know, it's not as dire as, as it's being portrayed but you're right they should get it out as fast as possible yeah because it's 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 a ticking time bomb that's all i will say i just feel like people don't know him yet but it's we'll see we'll, yeah <laughs> it's only a matter of time man yeah well as usual i'm going to continue to hope that ezra miller will get the help they need and you know make the mo the best out of this situation and stop stop what i consider to be the most epic bag fumble uh, in the history of bags too late the bag's already been fucking yeah, fumbled was, he's never going to yeah. be flash ever again I mean, just saying it's, yep. the, it's the most epic bag fumble in the history of bag fumbling and it's it's sad to see so they're just the game's over. They're just hoping that he can just he could just take a knee and just he could just take a knee and not get hurt. That's yeah. all they're doing. The slide. game's over. They keep they, they told him to slide and he kept being like, I can no, I can I can run it in. No, you can't. Yeah, no, you can't. The game's <laughs> over. You've already he's, lost. He's like Troy, like Troy, Troy Aikman not sliding. Like you know, you know you're made of paper. Stop to stop that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, well, we'll see. We're going to keep up uh, with this. One. I'm sure we'll, we'll hear more information about this in the coming weeks. Um, You know, last, I think um, we talked, I think we talked before about VFX studio. It's having a problem with Marvel and everything like that. 
Marvel's kind of running everyone ragged and and they don't people don't like working for them. Well, I I've heard a rumor. I've seen read a rumor that Marvel's got maybe a plan about that. And you know what the plan and this I lo- I love this plan because it's it's the sort of plan that people with a lot of with a bunch of money but not a lot of not a lot of understanding sort of throw out. And that's this. Well, why don't we just make our own VFX studio? <laughs> Lottie. That sounds like the most money back, money back Mickey thing I've ever heard in my life. It's just He's, Disney. Instead of just doing the right thing, they're just like, "Fuck it, we'll just hire people so we can be shitty to them." He's just, he's just like, it's just, get back, get back to that. <laughs> like, like, get back to that computer. They're gonna chain people to the yeah money bags. Mickey is gonna chain people to the to their uh, workstation. It's it doesn't look good enough. Redo it, <laughs> but, but no, redo it right now. <laughs> I just like I said this the sound. I, this is a rumor. I'm not saying that I I got any real source on this. I just read it. But that's a weird. To me, that's a weird response to something like you're outsourcing this for a reason, right? You're outsourcing yeah. it because, I mean, who got the time, right? But now you want to essentially build a Pixar into your studio to do all your... I don't believe it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. If this is real, that's a gigantic... They're essentially... You, remember, you know, Industrial Light and, Light and Magic, right? Yeah. So they're, they're one of the gold standard special effects houses in the world you know they were originally they were you know the special effects house and they got so much work to do that they still end up having the you know even um you know movies that they work on they still end up having to go with other house vfx houses because they can't do it all and somehow marvel's gonna you know build something build some kind of vfx house that's that can handle their workload. I don't believe that. Like that yeah. sounds fake. Shit sounds fake. That's you know what that's the equivalent of Lottie. That's the equivalent of them saying, you know what? People keep fucking up our video games. We're going to build our own. We're going to start our own video game uh, development uh, studio. And it sounds really good, right? I guess sound, but, sounds but good. but sounds good until you realize how many how many people you need to have a triple A studio just to do one game not multiple yep. games one game right and you're talking about over the next two years marvel's putting up out something like 12 or 13 you know things and each one of them needs their own needs their bfx to some degree or another some to a large degree including that avengers the the kang dynasty and avengers secret wars are both going to be so special effects late. And you're talking about you're going to build a fucking VFX studio in time to work on any of that? Please. That sounds sounds like a pipe dream. Uh, Lottie, <laughs> come on, co-sign that for me. You know, I, that sounds fake. Like I said, this that's why I said it sounds like the most money bag <laughs> Mickey thing I've ever heard. Like this, this, like when you said that, I was just like, this literally sounds like somebody was just some rich asshole was just like, 
you know what? Fuck all these guys. Just they care about going home. <laughs> yeah. Who needs to go home? Sounds like Elon. You know some, what? Sounds like some shit Elon Musk would do. Like, yeah. You know, you know what? That the the special effects on on a uh, Star Trek uh, Star Trek Three sucked. I'm just gonna throw a billion dollars at it and make my own version. I mean, get out of here. I, I, look, could be real. I mean, and in fact, honestly, on in the long run, I think it's a good idea to have an in an in house. At least, at, at the very least, an in-house VFX house that can, you know, run all of the VFX work, but subcontract it out. And they're, you know, they're the ones that are sort of, you know, uh, directing everything. I, I get that. Mm-hmm. That To me, that makes sense. But you're not going to build that shit overnight. And it's not, no. the, it is not the answer to the overworking and kind of the, the uh, exploitation of these smaller VFX houses. That's not the answer to this this question. That's a long term strategy. But in the short term, you still got all this shit that needs to be fixed. Uh, and and the fix isn't, well, we're just going to take our ball and go home. The fix is just treat people better and be more realistic. Just that, yeah. That's it. Just do the, do that. You don't need to make your own damn VFX studio that you got to spend a billion dollars to open. So... I don't know. We'll see. I want to see uh, if, if we're going to get any real information on that. And if we do, we'll let you guys know. Um, <clears throat> so, Bad Girl got canceled, Lonnie. Yeah. I, I was not happy. <laughs> 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 to say the least. Was not happy. Still am not happy. Lots of talk about it going on. It's, it's really kind of giving me pause about Warner Brothers Discovery and what they, you know, what the mindset is over there about DC. Because we, I think we talked before that Zaslav's, you know, David Zaslav was like, oh, DC is important to, to you know, essentially one of the most important things that they got at Warner Brothers. Okay, cool. Got it. Y'all think DC is great. And then cancel, 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 cancel. You know, shit like that, right? <clears throat> Let's write some shit off. Um. And so, in in response to that, there was actually a, a an unnamed actor, an anonymous actor, had some choice words uh, for the situation, and I thought I'd share them with you, <clears throat> uh, because I, I I was wondering if anyone was actually going to say some shit about it. So, <clears throat> anyway, the unnamed actor said this: said I felt a considerable amount of comfort. And sincere sadness reading your ex. They're talking. Uh, they're talking about an article they read about about the thing. Uh, an excellent article in the examination of this whole nightmare. The multiple streaming avenues and their vague guarantees appear anything but secure. I'm very offended by what happened and feel terrible for the directors and Leslie Grace, who were all wonderful to work with, as well as all of the technicians. It was an enormous, rewarding challenge to make this movie during COVID and during the cold weather in Glasgow. None of these things matter to an imbecile like uh, David Zaslav. His cowardice is breathtaking. I'm glad I got to participate, and I wish the best for all those involved, except the suits at Warner Brothers, but they all get replaced sooner than later. Um, so somebody came in guns blazing. <clears throat> and they're, But they're anonymous because, I mean, you know, you don't talk shit about the CEO, right? Um, I don't know. Lottie, do you agree with that? Like, do you find anything in there that you agree with? 
So here's my thing. I do agree that the movie should not have been canceled. It should have came out at least on a streaming network. He, the thing is that, so <clears throat> this is just a mess, man. It's, it's one of those things that it's just like, damn, I wasn't expecting the movie to get canceled. I was hearing that the movie wasn't testing well. But at the same time, they said it's test, it's test, the um, Black Adam, and it had around the same testing number. So, is Black Adam not a good movie? No, the Black Adam has Black Adam has The Rock, <clears throat> and you don't you don't shelve The Rock's movie. That's just <laughs> not a thing that happens. <clears throat> um, oh, man, it's yeah, no, it's. I mean. The situation sucks and everything. I just, I wonder how many people aren't saying what this guy is saying, but they're thinking it or they're talking to each other. Like, can they trust this guy? You know, think about, think about the situation. Literally, they had an almost finished film with two directors who, you know, they recently uh, were, you know, they recently just did Miss Marvel, you know, Uh, helped. Uh, develop uh, Miss Marvel. They directed a couple episodes in there. And uh, Leslie Grace is a, y- a young but, you know, rising actor, a uh, woman of color. And, you know, this was supposed to be sort of, you know, you had J.K. Simmons, right, back as as uh, Gordon. You had Michael Keaton. And then all of a sudden, bam, none of that shit, Right. It's got to leave a sour taste in people's mouths. As much as I want it, um, for me, and what about for them? People that work their ass off on this thing. To get it shelled be- so that Warner Brothers Discovery could take a little tax write-off. You know, what kind of relationships are you going to have with creators and talent when this sort of situation is on the table? Uh, in order to make your books look better, you... You know, basically say all your hard work, no one's ever going to see it. You know what I'm saying? That's to me. What what does that say about how people can you know approach uh, you as a, a as a company? And yeah, they got Alan Horn and everything like that. But it just I don't know. It, just, it I feel like this guy he's just saying out loud what a lot of other people in the industry are sort of saying amongst themselves, and that this is not a good look. Uh, for <clears throat> it's not a good look for Warner Brothers, um, and like you said, this is bumpy right now. But is it gonna? If you know, could this long term affect their situation with talent? Um, I don't know, Lottie. Um, this shit sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah. I still feel long term. I think DC will be fine, but it is, it does suck that, uh, that it's, you know, it's just as what happens, man. Whenever a new, whenever there's new management, man, it happens. It's, that's what's good. This is what it's, it's what's about to happen with Microsoft with them buying Activision. There's about to be a lot of gaming. Cause Dean, I've told people this already. We've said this in the GamerCast. There's going to be a lot of gaming companies that are under Activision that are about to get cut. 
because they're not Microsoft wants to save some money. They're not there. The, the, the uh, projections were not going to be that well. So they're going to cut it. It's just the way things are. It's unfortunate, man, as it sucks, because it's like you said, they're not going to release it because they want that write off. They want to make their money back on it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> sucks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm sure we have more to say about uh, all the stuff going on in dc in the future so we'll talk about it then um speaking of dc uh you know remember we were talking about how jj abrams uh he he's got this deal you know zaslav has been like the hell's going on with this deal that y'all have with bad robot when are they gonna make something you know we got this big old deal that y'all made you know quarter of a billion dollars where's where's the money and where's the product Mm -hmm. well oddly enough and Look at this as a, in, in the same way you look at The Rock. You, you were like, "Well, how the hell couldn't they? Why, you know, why did they not uh, do something with Shazam? Because The Rock. That's why." Similarly, why are they still working on Justice League Dark? Because J.J. Abrams. That's, that's all you got to say. J.J. Abrams. He's a huge name in the industry. Uh, has made plenty of money for plenty of studios, and they are still apparently working on Justice League Dark. And not only that, supposedly they're working on some spinoffs. I'm honestly surprised by this. Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised by the fact that they still want to work with Bad Robot. Just that Justice League Dark is still a thing that they are deciding to do. And that supposedly the spinoffs are going to be Constantine and Madame Xanadu uh, that they are actively developing. Uh, Well, Lottie without a, a huge amount of uh, news on this, are you surprised they're still working on these things? Or do you even want to see a Justice League Dark? And given the nature of WWE Discovery right now, how likely are do you think it is that we're actually going to see any of this stuff? Oh, we're going to see this. Oh, no, no, no. You don't piss off J.J. Yeah, <laughs> We're going to see this. This is coming David's, out. as I've <laughs> said, put up or shut up. He said, what do you think? He's, he, I, I feel like he's the sort of guy that's be like, nah, I need to see y'all actually make something. To oh, yeah. J- he's going to. Gonna... Abrams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's. This is sort of like, how can you say? We still haven't had Spider Superman 2 yet. God, you know, when you really sit back and think about this. Every, I, I was just talking about this with one of my with one of my friends, that DC's making all of this other stuff, and we still haven't had a span of steel two yet. That it 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 just baffles my mind. You know what I mean? Like it's just, I don't want to say because I I want to see this, but at the same time, I'm sick of all these other things getting. Uh, second movie. Like, can you imagine if the MCU didn't make another Captain America movie after the first Avenger? Like, they just shelved Captain America for like until Avengers Endgame. Can you imagine that? That's what it feels like DC's doing with Superman. It, I know it's a little bit off topic, but it's sort of like it's just how is this getting greenlit and still going? 
And we're not getting a Superman too. It just <laughs> because, because JJ Abrams. That's what and that JJ uh, Abrams had a he had a Superman thing going, but it was gonna be a black Superman one. And it seems to me that they're like, no, we want class they're you know, they're leaning into let's go with the classic versions of everybody instead of these offshoots and everything like that. Which to me, I mean, it makes all the sense in the world, you know, get your IP strength get the strongest bits of your brand and roll with that but also it's sort of unfortunate because these other things could have been interesting but you know mm-hmm. there wb discovery seems to me under david Zaslow are trying to go for the safest possible route um for better or for worse they are going for the lowest hanging fruit and in terms of superman that's great because we can actually get another fucking Superman, but also that they're not how willing to take risks are they really uh, on their on their IP, and I think that they're risk averse. This is a I think WB Discovery under Zaslav is essentially going to be like you know Microsoft making sure that hey we need more Call of Duties. That's that's to me that's what it feels like their sort of mentality is we know for sure call of duty makes money so make another one you know yeah. and i mean okay they haven't really been going you know the thing is that if they if that's the case cool make some more i just you know we're not going to get anything new or interesting so but that said apparently they're still making this so maybe this could be the new and interesting i am skeptical that we'll get the spinoffs so I, I i don't i don't think that's going to happen but I, who knows they they do have this yeah. development deal with with um bad robots so maybe something actually will happen uh so we'll see i don't know i uh we'll let you guys know uh, if we find out more information uh another bit of dc news i can't believe we're talking about dc so much this this week um yeah that's and it's sort of uh sort of good news i guess uh come to find out this week that the rock and he said this in a he tweeted this out and just to confirm like something that was going around that he had fought hard and i guess prevailed to keep black adam separate from shazam and the rest of the dcu not separate in the sense that it's not in it but separate in the sense that He's the only, you know, and he's the only one, or he, he and the JSA are the only ones that are in the movie. No spot, Superman, no Justice League, no Shazam, just them. And apparently, you know, he yeah. he fought hard to make sure that that was the case. Uh, in in his mind, I I think that in his mind is to make sure that on their own, Black Adam would stand, so that when he finally does come across. Um, you know, Batman and, and Superman, etc. He's he's already a well-established, you know, character on his, in his own right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry. Um. So anyway, uh, Lottie, uh, you hear Dwayne Johnson said, "Nope, hands off a of Black Adam. We're standing on our own." What do you think about that? Hmm. So here's my thing. Did, did, did imagining the rock do this 
I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a, a good rock joke. It's like, <laughs> it's like I don't need that candy ashes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that candy ashes out. Get that candy ashes out away from me. I'm the rock. <laughs> oh man. And, and be honest with you, I I I want to give the rock a hand clap for that because I love Black Adam. I really love the character of Black Adam. And I do agree. I think it would have done his character a disservice if he was just a regular old villain in a, a Shazam movie. Because we all know, for some reason, DC just loves killing off their characters. Or right. I mean, not DC. Okay. Superhero movies love killing off villains at the end of their movie. They're just like, yes, kill them. Kill them for some reason. Yeah, and you know he's because he's more of an anti-hero or whatever. I think if you want to have him, he's obviously going to eventually clash with everybody else. But he needs to be—he needs to stand on his own <clears throat> and try. And I have heard that they were trying to like, oh, you know, we'll have him in there with Shazam and all this other stuff, you know, and and you know having to cameo everybody just to make him legit. And I'm like, screw that. He doesn't need that. So. I hope I'm first of all, I hope it's good. I hope this movie's good. And I hope that this uh sticking to his guns on this actually made the movie better. But I do think it's kinda like I in a way, I think that Batman v Superman sort of it was sort of weak, weakened Batman a little bit in my eyes, or Superman rather, or either one. And the fact that they both, you know, there was cameo and, and you know, the, uh, you know, Wonder Woman and all this other stuff within it, where they, yeah. whereas they couldn't just stand on their own doing their own thing, you know. And hell, Batman, um, Ben Affleck's Batman didn't even get his own damn movie, yeah. which is out, which is weird to me. Like, why would you do that? And so it's sort of, you know, Bat, uh, Batman v Superman is kind of nobody's real, really nobody's movie. Uh, it's just three, you know, the big three are all in it. It's not anybody's real movie. Whereas this movie is going to definitely be Black Adam's movie, you know, even with yeah. the JSA being in it. It's still, it's his movie. And I think that's a good idea. I think it'd, been, it'd be weird. It's still weird to me, again, that Batman didn't have his own movie before he clashed with Superman and it's it's just like you skipped a step so <clears throat> I do uh I hope this works and I'm and good on the rock that the dude's got throwing his you know his big D en energy around and who's gonna <laughs> stop who's gonna stop him <laughs> you know what I'm saying so um anyway um and you know that's coming out very soon so looking forward to that we'll uh, talk about it when uh, it does release we're going to talk about actual not DC news for a second. <clears throat> Lot did you see that a bunch of stuff about Madam uh, Madam Web uh, came out uh, last week. Like for uh, for instance, we found out uh, that one of the uh, the new cast members that was added, uh, <clears throat> Sydney Sweeney, is apparently going to be playing Julia Carpenter. So if I. 
uh, I don't know how familiar you are with the Spider Peoples, but Julia Carpenter uh, is formerly known as uh, Arachne, also known as Spider Woman. And she's more spidery related than the Spider Woman, Jessica Drew Spider Woman, but uh, she's got some spider powers and everything. And she shows up in Into the Spider Verse, all that stuff. Uh, also, they, uh, they revealed that um, we're going to be seeing a young Uncle Ben, or reportedly we're going to be seeing a young Uncle Ben and young Mary Parker. So this actually is supposedly going to be a bit of a, what do you call it, a period piece uh, mm-hmm. going back before. Like I, I had reading this, it seems that uh, Mary Parker is in fact possibly going to be pregnant with Peter. Uh, and so we'll see uh, young Uncle Ben, young Mary, uh, May. Um, and then also uh, that Adam Scott may, could possibly be um, <clears throat> could possibly be uh, you know either Ben or, or Peter's father. Um, and then last bit in, uh, of casting news um, was the what was that uh they cast uh what's what is this woman's name <clears throat> uh celeste o'connor I'm, i think i'm saying her name right and she's going to be playing supposedly going to be playing maddie franklin which um if you if i don't know if you, if you again if you follow all the spider stuff was spider girl and also eventually spider woman so there's this is looking to be when I say that this is looking to be a, a, a big spider, uh, spider related, without Peter Parker, spider related um, movie, they are like whoever wrote this said, let's bring them all in, except for Miles Morales and Peter Parker, apparently. Uh, because, I mean, when I, when I heard that they were saying Julie Carpenter, I was like, okay, you guys are, you guys are kind of digging deep. And then, you know, Madam Web, of course. But Maddie, Maddie Franklin, like, like you really have to be deep into Spider Lord. The only person that they could possibly cast now would be Silk. Like, if they if they cast Silk into this or Anya Corazon, which I honestly I think that is Isabel um, Merced is probably going to be Anya Corazon. So you're you're talking about essentially every member of you know that's in the Spider-Verse crossover, except Miles and, uh, except Miles, Peter and Spider-Gwen at this point. That's okay. The most popular characters. (laughs) Okay. So all that being said, Madam Web looks like it is shaping up to be, I don't know. I don't want to call it multiverse. I'm not going to call it that yet, but we know that Madam Web is sort of the, you know, weaves, the, the web of destiny and can see the future, blah, 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 blah. This looks like it's going to be a far-ranging movie. Are you surprised how deep they're trying to go with this? And, you know, given what we, we've heard, you know, uh, from these uh, news things, what's your anticipation for this now? This is the deep cut Spider-Man movie. It's basically gonna be into the. It's basically gonna be into the Spider Verse without Peter Parker, Miles Morales. 
and uh, like basically the most popular characters. This this just just goes back to me saying we are going to get a live action into the Spider Verse movie, and I am completely down for it. So because. The, the amount of, like you said, just the amount of characters that they're setting up, they're definitely trying to set up the Spider Universe to eventually, you know, the first they first started it off with No Way Home, and now it's just it's just going to add on. Sony thinks they're slick. They saw they saw those dollar signs, <laughs> and now they and now they're like, let's keep baking them. Yeah, I think. <clears throat> Well, I think what's interesting about this is how I I think, you know, how I was saying with DC, they're just like, they, all right, you guys aren't, you guys are too dim. You don't, you won't be able to put two and two together. We have to spell it out for you straight up. I feel like this is the opposite. <clears throat> I feel like this is a, a, a situation where they're saying, no, you guys know who the hell Peter Parker is and Uncle Ben and all that. So we're going to throw a bunch of other characters at you just like Marvel has been doing in their thing. And you guys can, we, we're convinced y'all can figure this out, right? If, if we mm -hmm. tell you the premise, we tell you the premise about Madam Web and who she is and that there's other spider people throughout the multiverse or whatever, they're all connected. We're pretty sure you guys can figure this out, you know? And it tells me something about Sony that maybe I hadn't appreciated up until now. But I should have with the whole craving and everything like that. Is that these guys are willing to go hard? They're willing to swing hard for the fences. This is this right here. There's no. If you think about it, why would you make this movie instead of yeah. make, instead of making Spider-Man four or whatever? Why would you make this movie? You know what? I think because they're like we're confident this this shit can work. We've got all these characters. And we're, we're willing to, you know, take a big swing on some of these things because we can't just be hoping, you know, we can't just lay all of our bets only on Peter Parker. We've got to do more than that. And Venom, Venom worked for them. Morbius, not so much, but Venom worked for them. And so the idea here is that if, if Venom works, then maybe Craven. If Craven works, then maybe Madam Web. And that they're trying to show we are confident that we have great characters and that the audience will respond to them. And, yeah. and especially when you tie all of them to young Peter Parker, you know, Uncle Ben or whatever, maybe as, as kind of a springboard into the next Spider-Man thing. So I have to say respect. I I, I've, I'm coming around to the idea that maybe Sony's not completely... Maybe they do have some kind of idea about what the hell to do. Or <laughs> maybe... <laughs> or it could be that Morbius is more in line with where they're going, which is they think they got something, but they don't. So um, I don't know. I'm, I'm rooting for this movie. I think it, it, it sounds like it could be good. We have no idea what the plot is. But, I mean... More spider, more spider people than you can shake a stick at. Thank you. I'll take that. <laughs> if we can get, if we can get an Avengers Endgame, we need a Spider people. Game. We need an Endgame for Spider Man. I, I would love that. Oh my God! I'm, let me let me tell you, if Madam Web 
is kind of the jumping off point for into for the spider verse crossover thank you i'll take it I, if that's what if this is what this is then there's some evil geniuses over at sony and i want to see what they got going on so uh but we'll see we'll let you guys know uh, when we find out more information uh save the best for last here um and the this is the look this isn't as big a an issue as as it could be i just i read this and i was like why so you know they're trying to find the kevin feige for the dceu right and no one's really said you know who they're looking at you know who could do kevin feige's job which by the way which is nobody nobody can do kevin feige's job except kevin feige but it you know they're trying to find the closest equivalent for dc and one name that's been floated around is greg berlanti who uh, if y'all don't know who that is he basically is the architect and the, the, the run, he runs the, the Arrowverse on CW. That's mm-hmm. right. All of the, the DCEU that that far fewer people ever watch or pay attention to on CW, he's the kind of the mastermind behind that, among other things. There's many other shows like Riverdale and, and so forth that he had something to do with. But the Arrowverse is his baby and all that it, that entails. And the idea is that he is being looked at to be DC's Kevin Feige to run the DCEU for their theatrical uh, output. And so, before I say anything about it, Lottie, knowing all of this about this guy, and I don't know I don't know how much you know about him or not, or I know you're aware of the DC, you know, CW stuff. What do you think about this potential choice to be DC's Kevin Feige? So he 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 runs he did he's responsible for Arrow. He's responsible for Arrow, Supergirl, Flash, all of that stuff. He's he's the executive producer on every one of the every one of the CWDC shows. Uh, uh, I just say I think you could do better. Um I'm just saying you could be better. I'm just, I'm just, uh, when you said that, I was like, uh, uh. I mean, if you're desperate, but I I just want to know if if he's on the board, who the fuck else is on the board? Exactly. Like, I'm I'm really curious, like, if this, if he's one of y'all's guys, who the hell else is on that board? Cause uh, I, I'm just gonna say I don't like it. Yeah, I, I don't. Now, I, I, now, mind you, I I respect the fact that DC's existed on CW for years, and there's people that like it or whatever. But I'm no. I, I feel, and, and look, the guy even he's executive. They had crossovers and everything like that. They did everything in the in the CW that we wanted to see on the big screen. But it still remains the fact that these are TV shows whose you know whose budgets are low and whose the expectations are low and you know the the writing isn't necessarily cinematic or whatever you know it's villain of the week and all that other stuff yes he's shown that 
they can cobble together some shows that have some continuity or whatever that are relatively, you know, faithful to the comics and all this other stuff. Yes. That to me, I have yet to hear anyone say about any one CWDC show. Like, this is one of the best superhero things that exist. Never heard that about any CW anything. Right. Um, I hear there's plenty of people that are loyal to it or whatever. Uh, but I don't I don't hear anyone, you know, saying like, man, why don't they have this guy run? Because remember, it's been years that where that DC has been fucking up. And in the years that DC has been fucking up, I've yet to hear one person say, you know what? Whoever's running the DC CW stuff, they should be running the movies. And, and, you know, not one part. I've never heard that before. Yeah. And so this to me, if this is true. It's, I'm just saying, you guys are... Uh, let's just go ahead and say this 10-year plan is not going to make it to year five. I'm just, I'm just going to... Straight up, I don't believe you'll make it to year five. If only uh, this little 10-year plan. He is not Kevin Feige. He, listen, uh, yeah. always be honest, he isn't. As much when as you, much success he has, he is not Kevin Feige. I was, I was the main one earlier on this uh, podcast talking about I think they'll be fine. You said that I was like, <laughs> you could, you, you. I mean, I, I, you're much better off trying to throw money at James Gunn. I mean, shit. <laughs> who, who wouldn't do it, by the way? Who wouldn't do it? But I'd rather <laughs> you do that than. I mean, I mean, you would, you would do better throwing money at J.J. Abrams. Yeah, JJ. Who, 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 just... who, who will more than likely make two good entries and then every, throw it to somebody else and they'll fuck it up. But you do better doing that than Berlanti, who on TV, the guys, he's, he makes gold. Cool. I have seen no evidence that he would be able to do that on the, on the big screen with, yep. with, with $250 million budgets or, you know, $200 million budgets for for uh movies not just that because kevin feige doesn't really he you know it's not just that he will be masterminding the, all their strategy laying out all of the the movies they want to do hiring you know getting directors getting you know uh you know assistants get all that stuff and you know getting a, what's really important getting the brain trust together so that all of these movies, all of the, all the stories, everything, everything lines up, everything makes sense and works with each other. There's a, there's a way that they do things at Marvel that if they want to replicate it at DC, they're going to need someone of uh, Feige's caliber who doesn't just know how to run the business, but also knows how to work with talent and knows story and knows the fucking, uh, you know, the, the material. Which I'm not saying Greg Berlanti doesn't know the material, but also knows how to t take the material and you know adapt it, or at least see ways of adapting it. And maybe Kevin Feige is a one in a million. Mm -hmm. With no one, that this whole ten-year plan doesn't even consider the fact that maybe Kevin Feige can't be replicated. No, yeah. has, has anyone asked that question? When you say we want our Kevin Feige over here, maybe you can't have him because he's not, you know, he's he's special. 
Maybe he isn't, but maybe he is. Because if, let me just say this. If someone else could do what Kevin Feige can do for uh, for Sony, they'd have done it. That person would have been identified and they'd have been doing it. You thought y'all aren't the only people people that wanted a Kevin Feige? Hell, Fox before they got bought by uh, Disney, they were trying to do that with X Men too, right? Yeah. So if if I'm just saying, maybe this idea that you can find your Feige, maybe that doesn't it it doesn't work out. And Berlanti could be that guy. I just want more evidence. I need I need some proof. Because as yep. of now, as of now, that sounds like a bad idea. It does. <laughs> it just doesn't sound good. So, um, I don't know. It's all speculation. Maybe, maybe someone, maybe they are thinking about them. Maybe they're not. Um, we just want them to pick somebody good and to get on with it already. So, <laughs> so anyway, please, Warner Brothers, don't do this. But you know what? If, <laughs> does, if they go with this, Godspeed to you. Mr. Berlanti. So, anyway, uh, that's our thoughts on that. So, and that's our news for the week. Uh, what did you guys think about all of these uh, news items? And did you have something maybe we missed? Maybe just have a comment or a suggestion, whatever you want to share with us. Let's get down to the comment section. Let us know what you're thinking. Of course, you can always hit us up, supernotfunnyshow at gmail.com or at supernotfunnyshow one on Twitter. Uh, we'll chop it up, talk about all this news. And while you're down there, uh, it'd be really cool if you could hit that subscribe button, help grow this channel, join the Super Not Funny Show family. Uh, we always welcome you. And of course, you can hit that notification bell. It'll let you know when we drop new content. We do uh, this podcast and we do reviews all week. So check all that stuff out. Leave a like um, and just like help us help us out on the uh, channel. And uh, of course, I can't do this show by myself. Uh, Lottie helps me out tremendously. So, Lottie, where can they reach you on social media? Oh, yeah. You can always find me on my uh, my Instagram. It is uh, uh, Anu Kinihun. It's A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. Again, it's A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. You can always find me on my YouTube channel, which is Kinihun25. Yeah, check out my Instagram. I got videos of my time over there in Nigeria. One of them actually went viral, so... You know, check it out. You, you'll be surprised of what I was doing over there. <laughs> Did you meet any uh, any of those Nigerian princes that uh, want us, want help with moving money out of the country? I have met, I, I met, I met one king. Can, you, one can king. you tell him to stop emailing us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys go check out uh, Lottie's socials. And uh, show some love. Uh, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. All right, all you Fabric and the Fleshbags, thanks for joining us. This is the 64th episode of the Supercast. Come back next week. We're going to be talking uh, <laughs> She-Hulk, most definitely, uh, among other things. Until then, I have been Mo for Faith, your resident fabricant and comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, lover of all things superhero, a good friend, Lottie. We'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace. Peace.